Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Random Tale Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And today's episode is Here's Looking at You, Kid, Icarus. God, that's such a horrible title. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. But, but we pride ourselves in horrible titles. Yeah, the worse the pun, the better the podcast. That's my theory in life. But anyway, today's, ep- <laughs> today's episode... Wow, that's so deep. <laughs> I know. Today's episode is a big one. It's uh, We're in double digits now. We've been going for five months. And to tie that... All in nicely. It's also a big... Uh, that made no sense. It's also a big uh, podcast because Nintendo has some big games out. <laughs> it wasn't, I don't know. The, the way you made it sound, it was like we had our... Like, this was almost an anniversary episode. <laughs> but it's just five months, so... Or right. ten double digits. Our, our five-month anniversary. That's a, that, no, it's not even our five-month anniversary. It's just episode ten. It might not have lined up. Probably. Whatever. Point being, we have Kid Icarus to talk about. We have Mario Party 9 to talk about. And, um... I, we teased this in the last podcast. Mario and Luigi showed up at where we recorded the podcast. Like, literally, they were here. Giant men. In <laughs> <laughs> no, they were literally here. So we're going to be telling you all about that. So stay tuned for that. It's it's quite a harrowing tale. But first, we got some news. So, what's up with Nintendo these days? It's actually been kind of slow for two weeks. But um, in honor of Kid Icarus, I feel like maybe we should talk about the efforts Nintendo's going into to promote this game. It's kind of crazy. They're doing uh, augmented reality cards. Six come with the game. You can get three through Club Nintendo. You can get one in Nintendo Power. You can get one in Game Informer. But then, they're also using them as a way to host events and to have people go to things. And it's going to be at uh, PAX. It's going to be at both Penny Arcade Expo East, which is in Boston, and Penny, Ar- Penny Arcade Expo Prime, which is in Seattle. They're going to have it at Comic-Con, which, by the way, we're going to have coverage from. We're going to Comic-Con. We got our tickets, so expect a special Comic-Con, co- Comic-Con podcast okay. <laughs> that weekend in July. It's going to be fun. Nintendo will be there. Um, Would you say they tried better, or not so much tried, but advertised better than they did Super Mario 3D Land? Or It's different. Oh. I mean, I haven't well, seen I guess... any TV ads, but the way they're doing these... Pa- I don't even know if this is exactly marketing in the sense of like just getting the word out. I feel like it's more like community building. It's kind of like, you know how like all those Street Pass groups, like Street Pass LA and whatnot, got together... And kind of capitalized on, oh, like a street pass. I feel like Nintendo's trying to mimic that a little with the Kid Icarus stuff. They're trying to get 3DS gamers together more. Because it's like, oh. Because they're giving them out randomly. You get random booster packs of random cards in random places. So, like, a guy at Pack East might have different cards than a guy at Pack Pack Prime than a guy at Comic-Con. And even, like, the game, it comes with six cards, but three of them are random. Yeah. So like and they're collect- not selling them. It's like a collector's nightmare. Yeah, it is. It really is. But um, so I think they're trying to get people to get together and maybe not have the physical cards, but at least swap the uh, when you scan the card with your 3ds, you get an idol within the game. And I think they're trying to get people to come together and idol swap, I guess. No, yeah, maybe they have like a table where people can just lay out their cards and Probably. everyone's going to be like hunched around with their 3ds. And... Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be really nerdy. Little awesome. put it back. I didn't grab it. Yet. <laughs> yep, yep. Lay your shadow's blocking it. I can't get a good image. <laughs> but um, they're also even GameStop. Sometime in April is doing an event to, like, a Kid Icarus event, which I think primarily is for the cards. Yeah, and one planned April 14th, I think? I think it's April 14th, yeah, yeah nationwide. And uh, also they're giving out cards to the various Street Pass groups, like Street Pass LA is getting cards straight from Nintendo, so it's kind of cool. They're really trying to do community building with Kid Icarus. They have obviously a big ambition for the game, and I think they delivered on some of them. We can, we'll get to that when we talk about what we're playing, so, man, there's a lot of foreshadowing and teasing <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> but, but yeah, that that in a nutshell is all I want to say about Kid Icarus. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's a different strategy, but it's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's definitely worked. I know lots of people who didn't want the game and now want it. For the cards? 
Really? No, like just in general, just like the oh, advertising. just getting the word out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, me being one of them. Yeah, you had no. In- well, we've talked about before how little yeah. hype we had for this, and now the game's yeah, out. Like, it's good. And- you know, I was a little hype, but I actually think I kind of resented the game a little. It's like, oh, it's Why? another Star Fox. It's not another Star. Fox. No, I know. First of all, there's nothing wrong with Star Fox. There's nothing wrong. Don't question uh, it. Just fine. accept it as fact. There's nothing wrong with Star Fox. There's nothing wrong with the character. There's nothing wrong with the games. Some of the newer games are a little... Yeah. Those are better, but whatever. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, let's just keep trucking through the news here, because we have a lot of game impressions to uh, get to. Uh, did you ever play Epic Mickey? I actually did. It was you that, did? Yeah, I, I have it. You do? <laughs> yes, I just never talked about it, because it wasn't that great. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah. How, how in half a year has it not come up? <laughs> no, two years. It's been a year and a half. How have you never mentioned? Do you really? I'm like seriously gonna go look through your drawers. Are you serious? You have yeah. What do you think of it? Um, what did you like? What didn't you like? Really quick. This I, is relevant. You'll see. I like the art direction and story. And did, you didn't like the gameplay. Was the camera your main concern? Was that too annoying? It wasn't the camera. It was just slow. It was like ah uh, well then maybe. like Super Mario 64 divided by three. I see. Because, yeah, I play. I played. That's a weird description. I played. Well, because um, these are also times two. It's like twice the action, twice the fun, but this one's like. It's half the action. It's a third the action, a third the fun. Yeah, it's. You, you could tell. I mean, I don't know. I guess just because it's a way. The platforming is oversimplified. Right. So you could tell. It's How like, is the paint mechanic? Um, It works kind of well. I don't know. It takes too long for it to actually feel like you're making uh, an impact. You. You're better off just beating the enemies down. Well, would you be interested in a sequel? That's where I'm going with this. If they fix some of those issues. Was the potential there? The potential was there. I would be... If I knew that they fixed the issues... Well, we'll find out this fall. Yeah, I would be interested. Just because... um, I really liked a lot of, like... The whole jumping into old cartoons, all the references. I don't know if that's going to be back. They haven't said. But here's here's what was announced. Epic Mickey 2, coming out this fall. It's going to be called... If you thought our intro title had a bad pun, The Power of Two. Isn't it called Epic Mickey 2? The, the Power, Power of Two. That's two twice. That's two it? twice. It's two twice. <laughs> That's yeah. two twice. Two twice. Mm. So it's really Epic Mickey 4, following that part. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's coming out this fall. Uh, it's still going to have Mickey and Oswald the Rabbit as two main characters, but now Oswald is playable. And for the first time in Disney history, he's got to have a voice. Isn't it also like drop in, drop out? Yes, that's what I get. Oswald is a second character that's with you at all times, from what I understand. And huh. a person, a second player, can t- jump in and take control of Oswald, or, you know, the computer can control him when you're playing alone. Uh, Oswald, Mickey will have his brush. Oswald's going to have an electric remote, a remote that controls electricity. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. I saw an image today on Go Nintendo that had, like, I yeah. guess, a controller prototypes, and I'm like, what's it? Is that a Yeah, yeah nunchuck pro- those nunchuck prototypes look cool. There's one, the, yeah, the paintbrush paint that lights yeah. up, and the remote, yeah. We'll see if they ever come out, but, um... Yeah, and I guess one... Oh, yeah. How can I forget? It's a musical. Oh, goody. I know how much you Now they have to make the game that much more better to compensate for that. Well, <laughs> well most lots of Disney classics are musicals, so it kind of makes sense. It's weird, though, because since I, I watched them as a kid, so it was kind of like... Oh, like, oh, here's some awesome animation. Ah, oh, here's a musical. Like, we tricked you into yeah. it. Like, oh, I will <laughs> sit for it, yeah. sit through it. And I guess now nostalgia, I have nostalgia goggles for those things, so. Right. Yeah, if I watched it, I, I don't know, I mean, that one movie, I know it's a little sidetracked, but The Princess and the Frog, I think, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just the musical part of it. Was, I never actually saw it. So. Oh, I don't know, I was kind of like. I saw Tangled. Oh, well that too, I don't know, I'm just Bad like the musical, so it was just like, uh. Right, well, yeah, well, you're not, I know you're not a big fan, but the thing is, uh, for Epic Mickey 2, The Power of 2, Epic Mickey 4, they, um, 
It's going to have original music, original lyrics, and the music will change based on how you play the game. <laughs> so the voice actors will get more enthusiasm if you're... I, I, I don't know. Yeah, if you're drudging, if you're, like, checking through your game and not enjoying not it, everyone's going <laughs> to sing just, like, in monotone. <laughs> no, but, um... Well, you know how in the original, the whole gimmick was playstyle matters. Like, if you make this decision versus that decision, it affects the story later on. They're doing that with the music now, too. So it's, like, an expansion mm. of that. So that could be cool. And uh, the one last tidbit about it that's kind of interesting... The game original, the original Epic Mickey sold 1.3 million in a month on the Wii. It was the best-selling single-platform Disney game ever. The mm. sequel is the Wii is going to be the Wii platform, but it's also getting HD siblings. There's going to be a PS3 version and an Xbox version. What's interesting about that to me? I mean, it makes sense. Those the systems, Xbox version is half connected. No, well, I would I would imagine they're going to, and it makes sense that they would expand it out. They're probably dance during the musical parts. Of course. Of course. Every Xbox Connect game needs dancing. See, That's true. Yeah, we Connect got, Star Wars. Yeah, we got the Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers dancing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, that was amazing. I would buy that game just for the Stormtroopers. It's so bad, it's good. But, um, if I had an Xbox. Yeah. But, what's interesting is, uh, it makes sense, I mean, it makes sense they're expanding it, because those systems now have a casual audience, kind of like the Wii, thanks to Connect and Move. But, um, thank you. Yeah, but only, only Junction Point, the team that made the original, they're only working on the Wii version. Warren Spector and his team are on the Wii version. They are supervising and outsourcing of the PS3 and 360 versions by Blitz Games, which has made Wait, so karaoke revolution. They're making the game simultaneously, so they're not really like finishing the Wii game first and then getting, oh, here's the blueprints for the game. Huh? Oh, then what I'm saying, yeah, they're making them at the same time, which they do for many multi-platform games, but their Junction Point is making the Wii one. But it, um, and then the other two are being made by another studio completely that's just getting the assets and the insight from the team that's oh. making the Wii one. The See, Wii one know, basically, I, well, the Wii one's going to be the best of the bunch. Yeah, because I don't know how... I mean, I'm probably most likely wrong on this, but I thought like when there was a multi-platform game, like let's say for... They usually do it simultaneously. Yeah, I thought all. like they just make that one game and then they just... Then after that, they go through the whole process of like making it compatible with the three Oh, no, usually they do them all in tandem. In fact, usually with like the under, like they have to be made from the ground up for each console. Well, kinda. No, they like. I make thought it was it... more like a copy paste job at that point. Yeah, it is, but they usually do it in tandem, so copy and paste as they go, not at the end. Um, and like with un- with the Unreal Engine and all those graphics engines, these those are compatible on like PS3 and Xbox and Wii U eventually, which means that they can just make it on that engine and it'll instantly work on all of them, you know, with some tweaking. So, Wait, so this is for the Wii, right? So. Epic Mickey 2 is for the Wii, and it comes out this fall, which means it's either right before the Wii U or at the same time as the uh, Wii. I, don't know. I really wish if they were going the HD route, they should have just with the other version. Or, yeah. or, actually, there's no reason why they can't start developing for the Wii U either. I wouldn't be surprised if it somehow is like Game Boy Color games where you put it in the Wii U and it's like, oh, you're playing a Wii U, not a Wii, and they somehow upscale it or do something. I doubt it, but it's doable. Technology's there. Hmm. But, I don't know. But it's interesting, because Epic Mickey was one of the few... So much for that story being the last game. No one ever said it was. You just assumed it was, I think. No, well, I mean, last game on my radar. Oh, now you have this? Well, yeah, I mean, of course, like, there's Wii games coming out all the time. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, the last game worth mentioning. Right, right. Well, it, it'll be... Two times as fun. Hopefully better. They said they're fixing the camera. Because I, I played a demo of it back at uh, when Nintendo did that Wii... Nationwide oh, Wii, no, they did a nationwide Wii, uh, Wii tournament two summers ago. It was like you, you went to a Wii tournament. I didn't. I went to the grand finale finals of it. They built a huge two story tent five minutes from my house for the nationwide finals. Oh. What are the odds of that? It was the Wii Summer Games 2010 or something like that. Yeah. But what are the odds they built it right in my backyard? 
figuratively. <laughs> and um, so I went, and they had like the entire E3 lineup there. So of that year, so I, you know, I played Donkey Kong before it came out, Kirby, and Epic Mickey. And at the time I played it, I was actually pretty impressed. But then I was reading reviews, and I found out the entire game was basically that demo copy and pasted, and that kind of made me lose interest. Yeah, because it was really simple, and I was just like, "Oh, it's an intro." Yeah, that's but... the thing. Like, I stopped halfway just because it was the exact same thing. They don't right. really change up. Well, hopefully, Epic Mickey two fixes that. Because I mean, they built the engine; it looks the same graphically. So I'm get mostly. So I'm guessing they're really working on the gameplay and the content, and not so much on just the technology that's driving it. Hopefully, hopefully that means a better game. Hopefully, time will tell. Uh, also, <laughs> I don't know if this will make something a better game or not, but, uh, did you hear how Dynasty Warriors Versus, which is the 3DS version that's gonna be released in Japan pretty soon? Don't we already have a Dynasty Warriors game for the 3DS? No, we have Samurai Warriors. Uh Yeah, this is Dynasty. Doesn't the Vita have a Dynasty Warriors? Yeah, they all do. It's, it's, it's like Ridge Racer. It's, it's on every console right around uh, launch. But the... But the, I was never had any interest in the, Dynasty yeah, Warriors. Yeah, well, the, this might be interesting i'm curious how it's actually affect the game like sales uh link and samus are in it nintendo has out not out but has given them permission to put costumes of skyward oh, so sword link yeah costumes of skyward sword link and zero suit samus that you can put on your characters and also throughout during battles when you get help items um sometimes a me will be the help item and somehow help the battle they'll like run in and like bash someone and hmm. run away but it definitely but, won't convince me by any means to like even look at the game. I, I, it hasn't even been. It, it, it's made yet. me think about it, so it's just you know, yeah, awareness. Right but I'm curious. Yeah, because I don't know if it would make me buy the game. But I'm curious if Nintendo's doing this strategy as a way to drum up third party support. Because they said, I mean, Iwata has said in past events they're gonna work with third parties and do like cross promotional things and whatnot. And I wonder if this is the first of that. Because, uh, well, I mean, it's very, you know, what's very reminiscent. But Yoshi's of? always came out in Metal Gear Solid. Yo, well, that's smaller than this, I'd say. Oh, just shoot Yoshi. Nintendo is letting someone shoot their own mascot with a gun. That's actually kind of cool. That's a good point. But in this one, you gotta look like a weird, creepy Link that doesn't look quite like Link, but has the clothing and the hair and the oh. hat. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I just whacked something. Anyway, um, but uh, it reminds me of the GameCube. Do you remember when EA got permission to use Mario, Luigi, oh. and SSX on tour and NBA Street Fighter I actually 3? almost wanted to get those games just because of that. I know. I wanted to get... I love SSX Tricky, so I was actually really tempted to get on tour, but as, and Mario was going to be, be the thing that pushed so me over. So weirdly proportioned to real people. <laughs> I know. I went on YouTube and watched the video today just to see what... You know, just make sure I wasn't going crazy about this. And, yeah, there Mario looks... He's like bulbous in it compared to most of the characters. He's very like this rotund thing on a snowboard. While the other characters are these like lanky, coolly dressed people. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're going down the hill like, yeah, gnarly trick. And then Mario goes down and he's like, woohoo. And it's just like, <laughs> totally doesn't fit. Even better in NBA Street. Oh. Dunking over Kobe in like some random Bronx <laughs> basketball court. But yeah, so of... I wonder if they'll have any better success than those because I don't know did I even help those games I feel like it probably didn't uh, yeah I, don't I mean it's not like we heard amazing things about how those games did so. yeah I mean usually like I don't really keep up with too many sales numbers obviously but right. usually when a game does do good even I hear about them so. right right yeah so I wonder if this will work better. I wonder if we're gonna see more third party collaborations maybe not costumes in a game but I mean who knows maybe Nintendo characters will su- Nintendo characters will surface in that mysterious uh Cross game, what, what companies was it? Is Capcom, it Sega, Namco. No, Capcom. Bandai. Pretty sure one was Namco. Ban- it was Namco. Yeah, Namco. Capcom. Capcom and Bandai. Well, anyway, yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Well, that game was like a million publishers involved for the 3DS. <laughs> I wonder if Nintendo's gonna pop up there too, because I mean, 
why not? It can help solve systems. Huh. Maybe. It'll be interesting to see if Dynasty Warriors actually does that. But I, I just thought that was kind of funny. There's video on YouTube of it, if you're curious, if anyone's curious. It's a, it's a site. Let's put it that way. It's a site. To behold? Yeah. Not a, yeah, to behold. Not necessarily in a good or bad way. Just just there to behold. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's just something crazy. Uh, and speaking of third-party support, here's some more assuring news than Link costumes. Uh, Darksiders 2, which actually is Zelda-esque, so it kind of fits with what we're talking about, is confirmed as a Wii U launch tile. We have our first official Wii U launch tile. Like, assuming nothing goes wrong. As of right now, the plan is to launch it. Oh, uh, the developers had some spoke recently with a website, uh, Digital Spy, and they were saying that the Wii U version is actually being developed right alongside the other console versions, which I guess answers your question about how they develop the games. And they have a small team that's specifically working on how to use the controller, tablet controller in a unique way. And they said that, uh, they're saying that the Wii U version, this is a quote, it's basically the core game, but then we with added abilities to do certain things you can't do on the other consoles. They then went on to describe in the article, oh, like, equipment changing on the fly, which apparently is in an early demo. I'm hoping it's more than that, because that'd be super gimmicky. <laughs> I'd be nice, but, like, to have, like, oh, yeah, we have a whole team putting a menu on the touch screen of the Just controller. so you can, like, switch between things without having to go through a menu. exclusive that you can switch through things without opening the pause menu. Like, well, I mean, uh, that that's would, handy. That'd be a pre- that's appreciated. It's but handy it's, and appreciated, but I don't know if it's worth drumming up hype yeah, for like, in the way that they're doing. Yeah, because if you bring attention to it like that, it makes, just makes it sound lame. Right, it does. But uh, Dark Stars, I mean, the original Dark Stars, that was like basically a post-apocalyptic Zelda, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Zelda meets God of War. Right. So, but um, this should be cool, and it's nice to see like a big franchise like that coming. But through. something I'd like to know is um. If how tight it is with the first game, I don't want to like get excited. I over think it's this one, one the other, well, it involves and a, then not be right. able to play part one. Right. If I remember correctly, I mean, the it, first game was one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, yeah, and this one's yeah, it's war and whatever this one death. Is. Yeah. So I'm they're probably like sister games where you could probably play either without a problem. But if you play both, you'll there'll be connections. Mm, well, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We could, I mean, they are aware of that. No one just. Grows this game on a system that That's has true. no connect. Like they, they'll I mean, even if they don't, even if they are directly tied together, there'll be some sort of backstory that you can. Yeah, read. I mean, I hope they realize that like the Wii U is going to be a lot of people's first HD console. Which Sadly, is, which is really pathetic actually, considering it's 2012. Yeah, it's a, wow. Like not actually that. That's not that common. It's weird, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're both examples of one, and actually, yeah, yeah we have to have another friend that doesn't have an HD console. It's just bizarre. Yeah. It's just bizarre, though, that, like, that exists. Like, if Nintendo released an HD Wii, like, three years ago, we all would have bought it. Yeah. We wouldn't be so behind the curve. But it just means the HD's gonna look so much cooler when we finally have it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we've been saved. We'll we've have... been desiring it, wanting it for five years. Nintendo HD will be all other HD. But will it? Well, I'm pretty sure. Well, it's... well, Zelda and Mario are, like, amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's HD, but it's Nintendo. You can't get that anywhere else. That's true. And then we have Nintendo 3D, so I guess it completes the We have the 3D whole... and HD, lots of Ds. Well, did they say that Wii U will support 3D, or that's not no, even no, discussed I, I, at all? No, I thought you were talking about the 3DS when you said that. No, of it's course, not, of course they supports have, 3D. Yeah, they haven't said. Right. I'm guessing no. Yeah. It'd be kind of weird if you're looking at a 3D tablet controller and then look up at a 2D TV. Oh, you mean 3D TVs, if it'll support 3D that. 3D TV. I thought you meant the tablet would have no, 3D No, of course, in it. no. Uh, I, I, meant the, I meant the logical thing. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing no. That's Same true. It doesn't H- even have a DVD well, player, I guess. And they here's no the thing. They didn't put HD in the Wii because they said HD adoption rates were too low at the time, which was true. It's since exploded. 
3D adoption rates are even lower than that. So the likelihood that Nintendo, who's very stingy with this sort of thing, is going to suddenly be like, yeah, let's throw 3D in there, is pretty slim. Yeah, that's true. I mean, also the fact that if they're not, if they're not supporting DVD formats, then... Right, then what's the point? Or Blu-ray, or Blu-ray 3D. Or, or any sort of anything that plays <laughs> movies. <laughs> even Unless you download sure... it through their eventual app store. Yeah. Well, they'll have Netflix. They'll be, that's enough for you people. Netflix yeah, and Netflix Wii and Hulu and, Plus. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it is. Eventually, streaming's going to be the way content's going to go, so makes sense. And uh, speaking of all this Wii U talk, speaking of Wii U talk... By the way, have you noticed every transition I've done today is starting with speaking of? No, I, I need to get creative. I need to get creative. I'm yeah, I, I, I was thinking that in my head, like, do they have anything else to say? I do, I do have a good transition coming up. I wrote it down to make sure I do it right. All right. It's going to be a good one. I, hey, I'm, I'm waiting. It's not going to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> so, Epic Games... Do you remember a guy named Mark Rain from the early Wii days? Nope. He was a... Well, let me, let me tell you about good old Mark. Well, not by name. He was a... He run, he's one of the VPs at Epic. Go on. Epic Games is the studio that makes uh, Gears of War. They make the Unreal Engine. They make Infinity Blade for the iPhone oh. and iPad, so which is like the flagship. heard of his works. No, I'm getting there. I'm just giving back back story on who they are. They make the flagship Infinity Blade games for iPhone and iPad. Anyway, Mark Rain is one of their VPs, and back when the Wii came out, he was saying that, um, he was basically saying it's a gimmick, no one's gonna buy it, it's gonna suck, don't even buy it, like, it's not worth it, it's horrible, he was just bashing it like crazy. Maybe, maybe rightfully so, I mean, it could be his opinion, but he was saying it very early on, like, when the controller was showing off, and the game, and the system wasn't out yet. Oh, when the controller was showing off. I thought that video was cool. But he yeah. like went on a whole tirade and Nintendo fans came to hate him and Mark Rain was like not a good name to say around Nintendo fans because they would literally beat you up to a bloody pulp. <laughs> not literally, but... Um, yeah, we're, we're a non-violent type. We are because we play Mario and Zelda <laughs> and Pokemon where you can't die. <laughs> but uh, now he's saying... Now he's changed his tune with the Wii U is what I was getting at. He actually thinks... He said he'd be surprised if the system doesn't do well. He thinks it's guaranteed because Nintendo has all their franchises and the technology is just super cool. He actually, the Battle Me minigame, the one where uh, you're riding around what looks like a block fortress and one person has a uh, ship that they control with the tablet. And a they look, um, Samus ship. Yeah, it's a Samus ship. They yeah. control it with the tablet. And then the other three are running around avoiding the ship with the... Uh, as little Samus in with, various suits. Right, with the... Uh, Wii various Mark. suits? Varia? Varia? I have no idea. I think it's Varia. 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 Variety. Power suit. Power suit. Anyway, they, um, yeah, he was saying that he was super impressed with that demo. And that's just like a random tech demo, so that's kind of, I mean, if that Maybe impressed Maybe he just impressed him, easily. But no, he wasn't, because he hated the Wii. Yeah, but the Wii didn't have a Battle Me demo. That's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just likes Battle Me demos. <laughs> and he also said he saw Batman Arkham City's Wii U build, which is currently in development. And he says that the uh, controller's going to be used in pretty cool ways for that. Which means another menu. <laughs> Look, guys, you have to hit start. It's just right there on the screen. But, uh... I mean, the less things we have to do, the better, I guess. Yeah, you know, no, but... Promoting it, it, laziness. Yeah, but it's nice to see a third party that has previously shied away from Nintendo and not been too kind to Nintendo now saying, oh, the Wii U has potential, it could be cool. We might develop for... That's, yeah, that's that's actually an interesting thing. He's like, they asked, they then went on to ask him, so are you making Wii U games, new franchise maybe? Each system seems to get its own IP. You got Gears of War on Xbox, Infinity Blade on iOS. And he said, well, we have limited development teams and limited resources, so we'll see. Which is code for no. <laughs> um, At least not yet. I think they're going to wait and see how sales are, personally. But, uh... Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean at some point, I guess, do you, do you have to have a lot of money to just, like... If you're just making a game, you can't just say, like, oh, it's for PS3, Wii U, and Xbox. PS3, well, yeah, Wii U, yeah, because it is cheaper to cross-platform cross, to cross 
developed. But they tend, for most of their games, they tend to be console-specific. Uh, Gears of War on Xbox, Infinity Blade on iOS. Uh, Unreal is one of the few ones that goes across them. Mm. So I don't like... that it? I mean, Batman was... Batman, well, that ran the Unreal Engine, but that was mm. uh, Warner Bros. and yeah. Rocksteady. I thought it was, um... Well, Warner Bros. publishes it. Ah, I forgot the name Rocksteady. of the company. Rocksteady. Oh, I guess it was Rocksteady. Is it Rocksteady? I think it's Rocksteady. No, I was thinking of that company that made Hitman. It's not them. Crystal Dynamics is not No, Crystal. no, no. IO, IO Interactive. IDOS. Oh, they got bought by Square Enix. They're oh. now Square Enix Europe. But no, it's not them. It's Warner Bros. and oh, Rocksteady. Who's IDOS? Besides... Uh, Tomb Raider. Oh. Alright. And now Square Enix. Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> Square Enix Europe. Uh, anyway, but, so, I think, you know, if someone that's that, that was that against the Wii is starting to praise the Wii U, I, that must bode well, right? Yeah. Not, I hit the same thing again. I need to stop <laughs> whacking this table, we're saying that. But, um, yeah, that bodes well, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it does. <laughs> you don't sound I mean, as but, confident but, as I am. Well, I mean, it, it, the company that do care more about seems to already be on the Wii side, so... But I'm saying it's better for the whole ecosystem of the Wii U if no, you have more not. companies playing more games. Regardless yeah. of if you're going to play Gears of War, Infinity Blade, or Gears of Infinity War Blades, or whatever they put on the Wii U. Yeah, it, if it's oh, yeah. there, it's going to help the system. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're just, yeah, like you said, just waiting to see for it to sell billions or whatever. Or whatever it sells. Yeah. But even if it doesn't... It'll definitely sell at least two. That's true. <laughs> Probably three. Because there's got to be someone besides us that will buy one. Someone in the world. Like yeah. a Nintendo employee or something that doesn't get it for free for some reason. <laughs> there's got to be someone. <laughs> actually, no, 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 in fact, I, I'm upping my prediction. Actually, I do know one other person that's going to buy one, so that's three. I'm upping right my there. prediction. Yeah, three guaranteed. No, I guarantee, I have no evidence for this, I guarantee ten on launch day will be sold in America alone. I'll, I'll raise your ten and give you... Um, <laughs> this conversation's going nowhere so fast. <laughs> 50,000 in the first week. That's a pretty sick bet. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's it, it's funny because a lot of people are predicting the opposite of what we're saying. And they're like, oh, let's go to... Well, I mean, obviously, it's on 10. That they're Nintendo's like, going to have to buy their own console? That's, no, but, the opposite. <laughs> no, no, I mean, the opposite of, like, we're saying, oh, it's obviously going to sell this many. Lots of people are thinking it could be dooming gloom. Like, Michael Pachter, the analyst, was saying oh. how he doesn't think the Wii is going to do well. It's too late. And everyone's like, oh, it's, it's going back to the GameCube days where it's like, oh, no, Nintendo won't have money. They're not going to be able to do well. But, but, and here comes that transition, I promise. The good news is, that's not true. <gasps> See that transition we were talking about? Epic and and how their games will help the Wii U. But even if the Wii U doesn't have help, people are still going to say it's doomed and gloom. Or even if it does have help, people say it's doomed and gloom. But then I'm saying there's good news. I can't believe I just walked through that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you have Nintendo your- has 10.5 billion bucks in the bank. Wow. That's a lot of money. Uh, the British magazine Nintendo Gamer... Uh, used to be called Endgamer. They found it buried in a financial report. The <laughs> they, they, they went out looking for the money. They, they found, found the buried. money. It was just buried in financial they, they took it all and now they're living in the Cayman Islands. And No, they uh, they found the stats in the report and they did some number crunching and they found that if they... They currently have six of, the, six of that billion in uh, equipment, investments, premises, and that sort of thing. And when that runs out, which won't be... It'll take 20 years. Sorry, hold on. I'm getting jumbled here. <laughs> Let's restart. <laughs> Nintendo can lose 20 billion yen a year till 2052. That's $257 million a year till 2052. And they'll still be okay. Wow. After that. That's a lot of money. Like, that's... 
a lot. Yeah, that's of assuming money. they're doing that's really That's basically bad the saying whole they're tanking for the next twenty years, which obviously isn't happening. Three DS and twenty around. years. That's still a long time. I know. Time. That's like four. Well, no, 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 it's, no, no, not twenty years. It's more. It's till twenty fifty two. Oh, it's twenty. You're, you're right. It's twenty billion yen or two hundred fifty seven million dollars per year till twenty fifty two. That's forty years. Wow, that's crazy. And that's and I mean the three DS is like, like better now. That's like They're 10 making console money. generation lifespans. Yeah, and here's the other number I started to say. I got I got them reversed. Uh, they also have six billion in premises equipment and investments, and they can live off those till twenty seventy five. They will outlive us, probably. Well, whether they're... So whether they're doomed and gloomed or not, they're going to probably outlive us. And then after 2075, they can start selling off their IPs and their properties and their Mario yeah. and that. So they can really live forever. Yeah, Nintendo's <laughs> not going anywhere. Yeah, so all this doom and gloom... Let's just go on the record here. <clears throat> Attention, world. Hello, Earth. All this doom <laughs> and gloom... Michael Pactor. <laughs> Michael Pactor, if you're listening... All this, do- he's not. Yeah. All this doom and gloom makes no sense. They have enough money to last them decades upon decades upon decades, <laughs> even if they start sucking. And and honestly, the 3DS is turning around. The Wii U, it's too early to tell. Maybe if it's not a huge success, even if it's only GameCube level success, they will be fine. So world, especially internet trolls and Michael Pactor. I'm not saying you are an internet troll. I'm saying you. I'm just addressing both of you. Uh, <laughs> God clarify. God clarify, because he does live in LA. He can hunt us down and kill us in our sleep. Um, but we know where his office is, so we could fight. What, we, no, could, we could uh, hunt him before he hunts us. The hunt did become the hunters. That's not a death threat. <laughs> kidding. Yeah, <laughs> this is all being recorded. Just reminding you. But um, no, uh, Nintendo's not going anywhere. That's all I was getting at. <laughs> and please, internet, stop saying they're doomed. Yeah, maybe they're having rough patches. They're not doing. I sound like such a fanboy defending them, but seriously, it's like yeah. But I mean, I guess like given this new found evidence, yeah, yeah, they we have ammunition. Just, they'll just change their argument to oh, it's not that they're not going to. Di- it's not that they're going to die out. It's just that they're just going to suck. Yeah, but that's no different than Nintendo's kitty. Nintendo's casual. You know, every generation they have a new Nintendo's this thing I don't like. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 just, I mean, you could even go as far as to say that um, people that only play Call of Duty are casual gamers. Oh, but they're very hardcore. You should see some of the stat tracking that game has. They're very hardcore with Call of Duty. No, no, but I still, to some it's extent, insane. I still consider it casual. Like, if all you're doing is play Call of Duty, I still can. I haven't been, there's many Depends levels. on, well, see, that's the thing about casual versus hardcore, in my opinion, is it's really not the game, it's how much you sink into the game. Well, that's why. You I mean. can play Bejeweled for 20 hours a day, and actually, get four hours of sleep, and have no job, and never eat, actually, and never go to the bathroom, and that's hardcore, even though it's by far one of the most casual games in the world. You can play Angry Birds. Angry you could, Birds you Space. You can play a casual game. Angry Birds Space core. just came out. You could be playing that. For a week straight, and call yourself a casual gamer, but you're not. If you're playing for a week straight, you're hardcore. That's true. Yeah, you can play hardcore games casually and vice versa. Yeah, it's which but. is why I find those definitions so stupid. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, yeah, well, so, apparently some people do not like being categorized as gamers. So yes, I guess that's yeah. just why. They yeah, that's why. Yeah, your soccer moms aren't too proud to be like, oh yeah, I I sink twenty hours into Peggle. Like they, <laughs> you know, they they prefer. Oh, I play. Every they shouldn't have admitted they play Peggle. Um, hey, Peggle's kind of cool, actually. Popcat yeah. makes good games. Refresh my memory. Which one's Peggle? Peggle's the one that's kind of like the uh, pachinko or whatever, where you drop the ball and then you, it go like you you shoot the ball and you have to get into these goals, I believe, and then there's like pegs that bat, that change the oh, direction that? of the ball. It's like pachinko. that. That uh, oh, it's fun. A chance based game. It's not totally chance. You you're strategic with how you shoot and you can angle to bounce off certain pegs and then you could ricochet. You can control the ricochet. Not control the ricochet, but you can plan the ricochets. Sounds simple and addicting, just like Popcat's game, so... Yeah, like Plants vs. Zombies, Bejeweled... Anyway, we're getting so sidetracked. 
Uh, one game. Yeah, that, thanks, Jason. One game that I bet's gonna be addicting for you is for me. The, yes, the new Way Forward game. Huh? Way Forward is uh the okay. Let's back it up a little. Way Forward. Why don't you refresh everyone's memories of who Way Forward is? Way Forward specializes, or I shouldn't really say specializes. Makes. They, <laughs> they yeah, develop. They've made a lot of great 2D platformers in the past couple years, many years actually. They make um, the, 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 the Mighty Switch, the, yeah, the Mighty Switch series, Mighty Switch Force, Mighty Flip Champ, oh, the Mighty series. As that's <laughs> yeah, I call the Mighty Flip, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mighty Milky Way. They also made Shantae, like two, yeah, Shantae for the DSi and for the Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Which were like I think they were award winning games too. Yeah, they, were just, they like, really... certainly were. And, 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 and the they... Afrom and this other game, Blood Rain, apparently wasn't worthy. Well, they, they they made Contra Four on the DS. They're Contra like Four mass... was They made awesome. a Boy in His Blob on Wii and DS. Was it on DS? Yeah, they're basically the remake. Was it on Boy. DS? Maybe not. It might have just been Wii. I think it was, I think just, it was just Wii. Wii. Yeah, they did the Wii version. Point the hand drawn graphics. Yeah. They're really good at two D games. Yeah, and they are very true to the vision of those games. They work for Contra. They work for Boy in His Blob. All these cross franchises. And now, courtesy of. Pendleton Ward's Twitter, the creator show, a little show called Adventure Time. News has come out that WayForward is making an Adventure Time game for the DS. For the DS. For the DS. Not 3DS. No, for Not the DS. Not DSiWare. That I don't know. Here's the thing. He announced on Twitter, he put some, you know, typical Adventure Time style drawings that integrated the DS. That's how he announced it. He put like a dinosaur with like a DS for a head and stuff. It's actually kind no, of No, I remember um, seeing I, it. I watched some, well, I remember like a wait. A ways back, maybe a year yeah. or something ago, like um, that the Adventure Time creator, yeah, Wendleton Pendleton, yeah. Um, he's been <laughs> Wendleton. He's, he's been designing or like just planning a video game out, but he was just looking for like someone. That and was, he like, got way forward because yeah. they're good at it. But uh, yeah, he announced it with all these little sketches of like a dancing stylus and a three DS on like a dinosaur's head, and anyway, or a DS on a dinosaur's head. Anyway, it's coming to the DS. They're not saying how. All he said was the developers way forward. No publisher mention, which makes me think it's for DSiWare, which means it'll also be on the eShop. And that's probably why it's for DS. More people can be reached. Yeah. More kids who are more likely by the Adventure Time game, even though the show is supposedly great for all ages. Yeah, it is a great show. Yeah, it's it's so quirky. Yeah, I mean, it's it so sounds like it's okay. It's actually a pretty it's, good show. It's it's, it's it's one of the... It's crazy. That's how you can sum it up. In a yeah. Game, it's just like... There aren't that many good hand, like, traditional anime, traditionally animated shows. Like, and the, none with the sort of, like, yeah, randomness. Yeah, and, and this one is, like, you know, I don't know, every, it's worth a it's worth yeah. look. That well, an um, ordinary show. Right, I'm guessing... Regular show. <laughs> regular. <laughs> ordinary, regular, just anime. It's anything uh, but. Uh, That's their tagline. Oh, I thought it was yours. I was going to no. say. And I thought, here's looking at you, kid. Icarus was worse than... No. Anyway. Uh, is it here's looking at you? That Yeah, that's the quote, right? Yeah, here's Okay, I said it right. Okay. I've had a lot of yes, trouble. Yes, that's pretty cool. I mean... But yeah, so I'm thinking... It's nice to know a licensed game is actually being handled by a... Good developer. Yeah, developer with a reputation, so... I'm guessing DS is coming to DSiWare because they can... Tons of kids have DSs, not will, 3DSs. Will it rival how um, Arkham City, like, how good that game was compared? I don't know if you can even compare those. Let's be realistic. Well, I mean, like, how good, like, of a Batman in general game it is, like, just... Well, there's like, no, like, there's game. no, like caliber of Adventure Time game. Like, anything that's true to... Oh, it. just my license game. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just oh, I'm I talking about on license the scale of Superman 64 to Batman Arkham I thought it was City. E.T. Right, E.T. <laughs> I'd say they're equal. No, E.T.'s worse. So, <laughs> E.T. to Batman, where does it fall? I'm guessing if WayForward's involved, probably around Spider-Man 2, the game. Which I heard was pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> Which is weird, but... Why is that weird? Because that wasn't like an actual movie. That's 
movie based game is good. Yeah, because it's the first Arkham free reign. It's the first, it's GTA with Spider Man. You can go anywhere in the city. You could fly or, or swing around. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. But so I don't know. I, I'm way forward and you know, great a good teams. Marvel game. I don't think of that. Incredible Ultimate Spider Man was cool. Hulk Ultimate Destruction was. Marvel's really pretty good about their games, except when they gave Sega the yeah, rights. Yeah, DC is the one that. Didn't really know how to make yeah, games until yeah. Arkham City. Yeah, the only time Marvel stumbled is when they gave Sega the right. And then DC yeah. made good cartoons, and Marvel didn't make that. Make they can't do everything. One of them has to suck at something. Yeah, same thing with movies, that, but I think it's kind of flip flopping right now. Yeah, Batman's like the only one holding his own. Batman. Oh man, I can't wait for Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, I bet you can't. I can't. But that's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, the only crappy Marvel games recently have been the Sega ones. Uh, the the ones based on Captain America and Iron Man two. Oh yeah, and and <laughs> Thor, all three of those uh, poor, were horrible. Uh, Sega stopped making the games. They're like, we're we're out, we're done. Like, they, <laughs> they 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 said they have no plans for it. We don't know how to make them. these games good. We give up. Essentially, they're like, eh, screw it. <laughs> it's not worth our money. Let's go back to making more Sonic. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just pump out five a year instead of three. But um, he's not a cow. They should stop making them. They really should. But or beating a dead horse. I don't know. He's not a cow or a horse. So either way, they should stop. They should stop. <laughs> Yeah. The last tidbit of news this week. I mean, it has been a relatively slow week, as you can probably tell. Uh, the last tidbit is Nintendo seems to be stepping up their Nintendo video efforts. I think they're realizing. Really? I think they realize the 3DS. Yes, it's a gaming system, but if you're competing, so, so, hold on. Huh? If you're competing with the iPad, sorry. If you're competing with the iPad and the iPhone and Android tablets and Android phones, you need a multimedia thing. So they seem to be addressing that. With Nintendo video now. Oh, so you were going to say? So it's no coincidence that I've been checking, like, looking forward to it every time, like, the little blue light comes out? I'm thinking there's logic behind that. Yeah, I'm thinking wow. they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, they have they've the had Kid a lot Icarus of good um, independent animations there. They've done tons of good independent animations. They have the Kid Icarus animes, three two-part things, so six videos in total over two Two weeks. out of three were, I say, were good. The I've only seen two so far. I haven't watched the third yet. Yeah, I don't know. The CG one just seemed like all kids show like it didn't really have anything like that I guess older people would really do it was just I mean like kid friendly yeah kid and then I don't know the anime was really good yeah I I liked it and the other one is just um, it's just there Yeah, it's it's well animated and it's funny but it's yeah it's kind of just there right but um the reason I bring this up is because they're continuing to do this because they're actually Nintendo just announced recently that they're going to do a ton of music videos in 3D oh, on the God. 3DS. I know you're not a big fan of this, but I thought they, they have some big-name musicians involved. You mean, like, a custom-made music video of one of, like, their video game music? No, I mean, no? like, big-name oh, oh, like, oh, like I mean, like, B.O.B. and Who's Death Cab for Cutie. B.O.B. did that song, Airplanes. Um, e- I don't want to play it on the podcast, because I don't know what Sing, sing the chorus. No, no singing. Oh. Who's Cash Cab? De- Cash Cab? I said Death Cab for Cutie. Fine, Death Cab, whatever. They're, 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 I'm not kidding around. I really don't know who these people yeah, are. Yeah, you're totally out of the loop about this stuff. They're, uh, they're, <laughs> they're like, Cash Cab's a TV show. They're, they're, um, they're an alt-rock band. But the point I'm getting at is they're actually, like, really promoting so They have, here's the lineup of ours from a whole bunch oh, of yeah, they had, like, the next time on Nintendo Video, and it was that. Not just that, but yeah, they have that, and also on YouTube. B.O.B. has a new song out called So Good. The music video. I bet it isn't. I like it. The music video <laughs> premiered. I, I did, you could interpret that however you want about my music taste, but I like it. The music video world premiere on the bottom on YouTube had a link or had a box that said, watch this in 3D on your Nintendo 3DS. In the official video on YouTube, which is getting millions of views, they're advertising the 3DS. It's pretty version. cool. I mean, that is no other cool. device can really do right, that. Right, right. But the lineup you is... Watch it on your PS3 in 3D. You could, yeah. But the, if they offered it. Actually, yeah, like, they, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, they could be through the browser. Yeah. yeah, 
mean, no. you couldn't if they were offered through PlayStation. Netflix Store. has to offer some 3D soon. That'd be pretty cool. Well, anyway, point. I, yeah, that would be awesome, actually. But point I was getting at is they have a variety of artists from a variety of genres, and they're actually really big names. They have Wale. He's a big up and coming rapper. They have B-O-B. Wale. Wale. That's how you say it. W a l e. Oh. It's spelled whale. Because there's a Wale and Wally. Just a bigger Wally. So it's called. Yeah. Wale. No. 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 This is a rapper. I think he predates uh, Wally. But they have B-O-B. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I think I have a song of his from way back. But uh, B.O.B. He's like one of the biggest names in rap, popish rap. Uh, Skrillex, the dub. If you're into that, right? If you're into that, yeah. Well, yeah, he's big if you know what you, if you know about the in, well, about I mean, that. I, genre. I know a lot of singer songwriters' names. I guarantee you would recognize his music. I guarantee it. I'll why, play it for you later. Why you guarantee? Uh, Skrillex, the dubstep. Like, uh, the face of dubstep. I, I remember you asking you who the hell Skrillex is. Yeah, or what Skrillex dubstep. is. Yeah, the face of dubstep. He has a, he's got a video. Death Cab for Q's got a video. The Shins, who just released a critically acclaimed album last week, they're gonna have a video. Uh, it kind of this band's kind of cool. I Fight Dragons is what they're called, and yes, I Fight Dragons, and they integrate chip tune stuff like Game Boy sounds. Sounds appropriate. Yeah, so they're gonna have a video, and then OK Go, who's already had a couple videos, is gonna have another video. So. That's kind of cool. Nintendo's actually putting effort into this. So, oh. good for them. Hopefully it works out. Because, yeah, I mean, the 3DS, it's not going to be a multimedia device like an iPhone yeah, and or an I mean, Android phone. And I guess if they do want more casual else. people to have it, that means they're, gonna, they're right. more likely to know what Right, and I think they're hoping people will go download the Nintendo video app from the eShop, because that's how you get it. I mean, it's free. And then they will see all these great games, and then they'll start downloading games, and Nintendo will make money. Lots and lots of money. So that's at the end. At the end of the day, that's all. Because they want to increase that $10.5 billion in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much what boys have. They just want our money, and we're giving it to them. A lot of it. Yeah. Man. A lot just, of it. Just thinking we about it. We bought how many 3DS games? I mean, I have 11. I and, think I have 11 as well. And rough, I mean, this is, like, uh, this is say, like, 30, 40 bucks per game? Yeah. Wow. Oh, except Kid oh, Icarus. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably really loud. Oh, yeah, 30 bucks for that one. It's, well, I Best Buy, but I got Kid Icarus for $12 today on launch day. I'm proud of myself. Thank you to let me let me thank some people. Thank you to Best Buy for selling it for ten bucks cheaper. Thank you to Best Buy for giving me five dollar rewards on credit. And thank you to America Express for doing an awesome tweet this hashtag and get ten dollars off your next wow, Best just Buy like purchase. That? Yeah, oh. and you link your you link your credit card to your Twitter account and then they do the rest. It's very cool. Wow. So yeah, twelve bucks for a very cool game. But before we get to Kid Icarus, because we are going to be... That pretty much wraps up for news. Before we get to Kid Icarus, because we are going to be talking a lot about that, as well as Mario Party 9, we had a very special visitor here thanks, last thanks weekend. Thanks to Mario Party 9. Yes, Mario thanks Party. to Mario Party 9. Uh, Jose, well, why don't you... You were the winner, technically. I am the I winner. I say to you... Well, I wrote you the winning tweet. I guess, okay. Nintendo had a... I hired you. You didn't hire me. I didn't get paid. <laughs> I commissioned you. You didn't commission me. I didn't get paid. I asked you, and you said yes. There we go. All right, so how it basically yeah, was... Yeah, you explain it since you're the real winner. Three weeks ago, or thereabouts, and probably wasn't three weeks ago, but whatever. A time frame ago. <laughs> Many moons ago. Um, Galaxy far, far away. Nintendo put out a tweet that said, um, Hey, Nintendo fans. Um, okay, I'm going to summarize this. because <laughs> Okay, fine, all right, all right, all right. So basically, <laughs> Nintendo asked people to tweet, um, just write a tweet that says, Why Nintendo should crash your party. One up your party. The hashtag you had to include. I'm summarizing it. I, now I, you want to go into detail? No, Make up your mind. <laughs> no, I'm just saying because it's fun. Uh, yeah, the whole theme was one up my party. Yeah, so Nintendo wanted you to make a tweet why they should crash your party using the hashtag one up my party. 
And, and by crash, we mean a giant yeah, like six-foot-tall Mario and six-foot-tall Luigi show up at your house with a Wii and a copy of Mario Party 9. So I really wanted to enter this contest, but I'm like, hmm, I'm pretty sure Jason could come up with a really good tweet because he's had a good track record of winning me Twitter contests before. So I asked him for help. And, and I offered help. And he came up with this really awesome tweet as I went on recite. It was, hey, Nintendo, one up my, part- my party by bringing Mario Party 9 to my Mario Party party. We're partying through all the classic Mario parties in Los Angeles, California. Yep. And with that, um... We said party six times in 140 characters. That is a feat. That's a, like, trophy, medal-worthy feat. Like, how often, with a sentence that makes grammatical and, and logical sense, how often can you say party six times? Just something to ponder. Very few times. Just just something to ponder. Continue, please. <laughs> so long story short, Nintendo um, liked our tweet. Um, they called us. They said, um, congratulations, you're the winner. And they told us, okay, so how are you going to set up this party? We're going to, like, when do you want us to show up? And, yeah, so we made a, a Mar- like, the tweet said, a Mario Party party. We had... We, yeah, Mario Party went through... Yeah we, had, yeah, we had four TVs in one side of... It was in the we garage. Three and, TVs in the garage and two in here. It was? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, we split, just since people may not know, obviously, the layout of your house. That'd be weird if they did. House? Well, or garage. Yeah. Okay, so we had two rooms we were working with, one of which was a garage and had kind of a rugged feel. So we decided to turn that into the retro room, because retro is kind of rugged. Retro things, lounge. Or retro lounge, because things are kind of, you know, banged up. So we had the N64 in there with Mario Party 1, 2, 3, and the GameCube with Mario Party 4, 5, 6. Then... Seven, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Then in here, the room we're recording in, which is right next to the garage, it's like a room attached to the garage. Um, there were two nicer TVs mm-hmm. in the nicer room, and we were running Wii's with Mario Party eight, eight and, and uh, nine when it showed up, and and Mario Party two on yeah, virtual, uh, virtual console. console. Yeah. But it is cool. Nintendo. I guess you can go back to talking. It's your. Oh event. yeah. Well, I, mean, I just gonna say Nintendo showed up with Mario. Yeah, Party I mean, two. yeah. Um, we. Yeah, they came in with a big party bus. And yeah, they brought Mario and Luigi in a party bus. They came up down the driveway. They're like, "Oh, so you're the winner!" And then like they gave the the prize package, the prize pack to Mario, and then Mario handed it to me. And there's a photo op. Uh, the photos it, it, will be on Nintendo's official Facebook page pretty soon. They're, I thought they'd be up by now, but I think Nintendo's pulling all the. They're crashing six parties in total. And it's funny in the rules. And you're they, supposed to hold it by the thirtieth, so right. Yeah. So it should be up by April in April at the latest. But the funny thing is, did you in the rules? They're like no bachelor parties. Got to be Mario appropriate. I just picture someone saying like, like, "Hey, comes a strip club with Mario." <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was really cool. They it was two Nintendo reps, Mario and Luigi. They stuck around for about thirty minutes. They took photos yeah. with everyone. Um, that was great. I mean, yeah, and they were. It was the Mario and Luigi. Like, yeah, it was. It, it stirred up a lot of interest in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, we day. chased them down the block like paparazzi when they were leaving. <laughs> like, literally, because we were all yeah, like, oh, yeah. we need to get the perfect foe. Yeah, and yeah I, I mean, they said bye to us. They go down the street and they're like, wait, what are we doing? Let's go follow them. And then we yeah, followed we them. followed them and took some great photos. Um, a couple of the photos may or may not be in the corresponding blog post for this podcast. I'm going to see if I can get them up there, but no promises. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, no promises. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, no, it was very cool. Basically it basically comes down to if you feel like putting them up or not. No, I need to find like a nice way to display them in oh, the gallery. Yeah, and, yeah, it's a little more work. Uh, exactly. But I mean, it's a little more work than that. Whatever. <laughs> if it's not up there, sure, I'm lazy. Whatever. <laughs> um, you could check, oh, here we go. Check my Twitter, uh, at JSR7. Scroll back to a week ago. They're there. There's That's three. a lot of work. There's three there. Or go, go. <laughs> you tweet into, a lot. Or go to, once a day, roughly. Or go, go Nintendo. And search Mario Party Party. We're on there too. They go to town. Put our um, go to town. Dot com. Put our photos up. So through those three. So 
No. But yeah, it was really cool. Uh, thank you to Nintendo for choosing us. Yeah. Um, it is it, oh, quite a sight. We had like 25 people playing Mario games. Mario Party games. I mean, Lots of food. I mean, now we see these like Mario and Luigi costumes. Like they were, they're at the LA Auto Show. But I'm all like, oh, they're never. I'm never going to see these in First person. First of all, let's. I know we usually go into depth about like our game impressions. Can we go into costume impressions for a sec? These costumes are like legit costumes. They were super detailed. Yeah, it was like Disney. They were super quality. Yeah, they were like Disneyland quality. Exactly. It was like. I mean, I know. Before we get to what we're playing, let's do like what we were looking at. And these costumes were like, they were impressive. Like really impressive. Yeah, like, a lot of the people that um, I invited to the party, um, they thought it was just going to be, like, a guy dressed up as Mario Luigi, like, with really crazy costumes. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them didn't even know that it was, like, an actual Nintendo like, right, event. Right, right. And then when they came, they were, like, well, blown away. Well, it was a Nintendo event. It was a Nintendo event when Nintendo showed up. It was yeah. your event until Nintendo got here. Oh, yeah, yeah. They didn't know, like, Nintendo themselves was actually involved, and yeah. people thought they were blown away and, like, took more pictures. And... Oh, yeah, everyone posed with them. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, like, like half of our friends changed their Facebook status. I mean, their, their, their profile Facebook, picture yeah. is too... Kind of surprised me or us did, considering we're the biggest Nintendo fans. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know that's, a good, that's a good question, but... Or my Twitter picture or anything. Well, anyway, that's beside the yeah, point. I guess because um, I just put a cockatiel. Right, because you're obsessed with those birds. Anyway, Not point being, very cool Nintendo to stop by. Uh, thank you for the, you should thank them for the Wii and the game, Yeah, I guess. thank you for the Wii and the game. <laughs> uh, and thank you for the, we ended up having two copies of Mario Party 9 through a little, he pre-ordered it before he won, complicated. Anyway, so I got the game for half price, so thank you for the discount, Nintendo. Yeah, and I paid half price. <laughs> yeah, so basically you didn't get the game, you got the system. <laughs> yeah. Because we split the game. <laughs> that, that, that was my, that was my writer's fee. So I guess you did hire me for the tweet. Well, yeah. Because I got half a I paid twenty five dollars, or you paid twenty five dollars for me to tweet yeah. to yeah. Anyway, so that was our well, weekend last weekend, and since might motivate me to do something like that in the future. Yeah, was, maybe not to that scale, maybe like a Smash Brothers tournament. Right, but it was a fun event. It was, it was cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, and obviously since Mario and Luigi dropped off Mario Party Nine, we've been playing Mario Party Nine. But before we get to that, I think a little game called Kid Icarus might be a little bit more interest, not interesting, a little bigger. A little game might be a little bigger. I would say so. I mean, yeah, that Mario Party had a five-year hiatus, but... But Kid Icarus was a 25-year hiatus or something like that. So, yeah, so Kid Icarus. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think it's... Okay. Should I start with the positive or negative? Here's the negative. Thing. I, I like well, negative here's the first. thing. I'm going to start with the positive, kind of. I love the game. Yeah, I'm starting with positive. I'm or just do positive, negative, positive. You'll negative. see. I love the game. The, the gameplay's super fun. The graphics are, like, really good. There's some scenes where Pit's fine. The camera does always swooping dynamic. That dragon battle? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and yeah. uh, you'll see it. When you play it, you'll see it. Their banter's but, um, hilarious. Too. Yeah, I was about to get to that. When, um, when you're in the, the game's split into flight and land. So when you're in flight, it's kind of like Star Fox, but it has, like, more dramatic. It's actually more like Sand Punishment, if you know, if you Yeah, it's that. definitely more Sand Punishment. Yeah, but as you're flying, it does always sweeping camera angles. It's like the a camera Yeah, it really is. And there's some great shots of you flying over, like, huge battlefields and castles and cities, and it's a really pretty game. Like, it's really good looking. And also the presentation in general is just super good. Voice acting's good, like, really good by Nintendo standard. Actually, really good in general. The yeah, Nintendo doesn't is, really have voice acting, so... Yeah, I mean, Zero... N- Mich- Nintendo or, has standards now, and they're good. Me- Metroid Other M had voice acting, though. That was okay. Yeah, yeah, but that was like Team Ninja. Yeah, but it's still Nintendo that localized. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even like to consider that. Game but yeah, no, the canon. voice acting's really good. The, the writing, it reminds me of Mario & Luigi. It's a lot, very tongue-in-cheek, 
lots of reference like the Mario and Luigi RPG. Oh series. yeah, the very tongue in yeah, very tongue in cheek. Lots of references to the fact that it's a video game. It's very meta. I mean, there, it's pit at one point. It's like, so is this guy more of a mini boss or a final boss? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, uh, what else? They make jokes about the economy. There's odd, like, humorous spins on sexual tension between Pitt and the goddess that, like, it, Paul Tina. Yeah. Did you know when she was like, did you know catch that line where it was like about, like, she was saying about how she could see into his heart and something oh, about yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. naughty thoughts or like something like that? Yeah, like, and they're like, wait, wait, don't mean. Yeah, he's like, how are you seeing that? She's like, I'm joking. And he's like, oh, I knew that. Like, it's, it's for a Nintendo game, it's quite witty. I mean, Nintendo's localization team at Treehouse is really, at the Treehouse, as they call it, is really good. But, yeah, so presentation top notch. The music has, like, six super big composers from Japan that are all involved. It's a very good game. Like, I really, yeah, really, really like it. it's essentially, like... Presentation's top notch. Yeah, I mean, it's like Smash Bros. in a way. Actually, the menus are just like Smash Bros. Because it's from the guy that made Smash Bros. Sakurai. So all that is super good. The one major, major negative thing I have about the game is the controls, which I knew going into it would be a problem. I've been saying for many episodes now, no left-handed controls suck. And yeah, the stand, it comes with a stand, but it's kind of like, here. here's my situation. It does offer totally customizable controls, which is great. You can use the circle pad to aim, you can use the face buttons to aim, you can use the circle pad to control pit, you can use the face buttons to control pit. You can do some weird thing where you aim with the circle pad and control pit with the D-pad, which are on the same side of the system, so I don't even know how that works. Like, how do you hold the system to make that work? Like, you use them in tandem. Yeah, I don't get that. I well, I haven't even had a chance to play with those stand foot. Right. Well, no, I just mean the control options. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you can use the touch screen to aim, obviously, that's the the main step. Yeah, just think Metroid Prime. Right, Metroid Prime hires. But here's the thing that bothers me is, I'm a lefty, so I have to hold the sides in my right hand. The dexterity just isn't the same. I mean, it works just fine, but then my left hand gets, like, cramped because I'm, like, holding the system funny because I'm basically supporting it with one hand while trying to awkwardly use my right hand to play. And if I try using the face buttons to aim, it's not as precise. If I try using the face buttons to move pit, it's not as precise as the circle pad. So I don't want to do that. So it's kind of like I'm in this weird... I'm stuck in the middle. I tried the uh, stand, and it helps. It does help. I On a table, it kind of... Depending on the height of the table, it can work, but more often than not, I feel like I'm hunching over it too much. Yet, when playing it with the stand in my lap, like, kind of curled up on the couch with the stand in my lap, like, yes, like, <laughs> that, that, in the that, fetal th- position, curled up, like, yes, kid Icarus. No, uh, well, not curled up on the couch, but, like, sitting on the couch with the stand kind of in my lap, holding it up, that actually is working pretty well. It's still a little awkward, still a little cumbersome, but I feel like with time, I might get used to it. That's the one thing holding it back. If they did, like, a real dual analog setup of some sort, like, because you can attach the Circle Pad Pro, which I haven't bought. I don't know if I'm going to buy. Yeah, but even then, but even then, it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, because it's right stick aims, or moves pit, left stick is the stylus. Yeah, it's just that's reverse. The only it's thing, just reverse. That's yeah. the only thing you can do with the Circle Pad. You can't do an analog. I feel like if they took out the stand... Not so much even the stand analog. Com- I mean, I would... Um, actually, you, you finish because... Um, sure. Okay, yeah, sure. You, you finish your thoughts. I was just going to say, yeah. the stand helps. And the stand comes with the game for free. But... I feel like it'd be so much better if they just... They're already throwing in a piece of plastic. Throw in the Circle Pad Pro. Maybe they charge $10 analog. more. Definitely. Yeah, if they charge $10 more, my game would only cost 22 instead of 12 I would have <laughs> been fine with that. It's still half price. Um, <laughs> but no, it's... Uh, if they just... I don't know. I just feel like the controls are a missed opportunity. And unfortunately, I feel like it doesn't hinder the game, but it definitely hinders my ability to play the game well. Like, we've, we've played a few matches of multiplayer before we started this recording, and it's chaotic in a good way. Light versus dark is kind of a fun spin on typical multiplayer. It's really chaotic. It's insane, but it, 
you know, it's cumbersome to have to fiddle with the stylus when you're in the middle of a five of a battle with four people around you and two sniping you from like opposite ends of the map. And it's just it it's definitely has a learning curve. Yeah, I mean, what's fun, well, I guess what I want to say is that I agree with everything you said before that. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. presentation good, gameplay right. blah blah blah. But controls, um, I actually didn't have any problems with them. Like, I just oh, you're right-handed. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, even right-handed people seem to. Have more it than enough to mixed. complain. It seems mixed. A lot of con- reviews have said that the yeah, controls I mean, suck. Yeah. I was reading impressions yeah, online, like even, Twitter, even, even game trailers didn't say much about the controls. They just said like, oh, they're a little weird at first, but you get used to it. And I think I just need to get used to it. I mean, honestly, because we're I mean, recording like, this podcast after only playing the game for a couple hours total. Oh. Yeah, because well, also, so I think it might be a little early to say for sure yeah. that the controls suck, which is why I'm saying it's awkward. Well, well that's what I'm not saying they suck. I'm it's better. Still... Like, I'm not saying it sucks either. I'm just saying it's hindering it at this stage. Maybe in a week or two weeks. Maybe in the next podcast we can revisit this. But in two weeks, maybe I'll be maybe I'll be used to it. Maybe it'll be no big deal. But with like Metroid Prime Hunters, which also use stylus aiming, that I was able to do instantly. This, yeah, but so I guess much. that's just because um your reticle was always in the middle and the camera moved with it. And this one, it's independent. That, you know that might be it. I didn't think of that. That could be it. Yeah. One thing that wasn't hard that I thought I still never be... got to finish my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Finish. Alright, so, where was I? Oh, yeah, so, I guess, like, since we both knew, like, well before the game came out that the controls were going to be an issue, yep. I actually made it a point to myself, like, oh, I should, like, practice the, the ground controls before I play. So, I actually, like, practiced them a bit. I did and, and, and tried to get, like, a little good at them, just, like, getting used to it. So, then when I started playing, I had, like, no trouble with them whatsoever. And right. actually, it wasn't until we played the multiplayer that That's I had my I first complaint. And, uh-huh. that, and it wasn't because, like, the controls were any different. It's just because I wanted... Like, it's more chaotic. No, no, it's because I wanted to use the sniper rifle. Oh, right. I and, know you're saying this. And because I wanted to use the sniper rifle, like, in the trailer, it's like, oh, you could zoom in and stuff, and even though... You can't. Didn't. You just yeah, so you can't, don't but... have a button that's accessible to do. Yeah, exactly. The button... Wait, what if you hit R? You no, yeah. The, um, yeah, like, the button, you have, to, you have to press X to zoom in, but the only hand that could do that right is the one that... Is, stylus would yeah, be the one helped. I'm using, yeah. So I would have to, like, move my pinky on top of the console itself, but then when I do that, my aiming gets off, because... Yeah. I don't know, like, if... That's why, like, if it had the Circle Pad Pro, I would probably buy it for that, because, like, they have... Not because of the dual analog. I don't even think that would help it much in my case. Uh-huh. But it has double triggers. Like, one could you be used to zoom, like, right. scope, and like shoot. Like Metroid like, Prime Hunters did with the yeah. shoulder buttons of the DS. And those shoulder buttons, like, they would help a lot of games. Yeah. Like, Resident... I don't know. Yeah, here's the... No, not just kind of, and, and I guess that just bothers me that they just didn't do here's that. Here's the thing about you Kid Icarus. One of them would have here's thought the, of that. Yeah, here's the thing about Kid Icarus. It's a very, very good game that just has the most awkward controls I think Nintendo's put out in quite a while. It's, and like I was saying, I'm sure in a couple of weeks if we revisit this on the next podcast, which maybe we should because we'll have more playtime, it's going to be less awkward to play. We'll probably be good at it because we'll get used to it. But there shouldn't be such a barrier with controls when you pick up a game. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to have, like, you have to learn the controls, but this is just, like, so bizarre. Uh, it just kind of sucks, like, because, I mean, like, this game, I mean, we said, everyone said, like, people do know it's a great game. And, it's a and, great and, and game. that's how it's, the recognition it deserves, but... It's an awesome everyone, I love But, but game. everyone knows that, like, it could have been basically perfect yep. for that yep. thing. It's yep. like, I don't know, it, it's like Smash Bros. and Tripping, if it, Smash Bros. I mean, yeah. Smash Bros. is already an awesome game all around, but if it didn't have Tripping... Yep. So many people would have complained less. I didn't really complain, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't mind tripping because I like the randomness of Smash. Right. Yeah, and I mean, if you're playing tournaments, people know not to hit you when you trip unless they're dicks, but whatever. <laughs> Which they could be. But, uh, yeah, so I guess that kind of sums up what I think Kid Icarus. I mean, I can't emphasize enough. Yeah, I mean, I can't The wait controls to... are yeah. a barrier, but they're not a hindrance. It's 
awkward and weird, but you can play it, and I recommend you play it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, it's you will get good at it. You, yeah. It's just a game worth experiencing. I mean, it's yeah. packed with so much content. It's like Smash Bros, where there's like every nook and cranny of the game is content. I mean, I mean, the more you play it, the better you'll get at the controls. So, right, yeah. right. So it's like I said, it's more, it's a hindrance. It's like a, it's a barrier to enter. But once you're in, you're in, and you'll play. I mean, fine. if the the demos of like people playing, like the developers, like it always like they, they always made it look easy. Like, oh man, they're playing so good, like and all yeah. this stuff, and they're dodging all crits. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure they have to get good. Yeah, at you just have to get good at it. But it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, um, I mean, there's, I mean. As even though the controls are the way they are, I mean, there's got to be a reason why they went. Yeah, that they were way. shoehorning in the touchscreen. Every game yeah. that relies on the touchscreen for movement in some way always feels kind of like like I I love the fact that DS has a touchscreen. I think the I don't know, I mean, some great, games but every, have benefit from it. Yeah, but uh, let me rephrase. Every, Canvas curse. Yeah, it's gonna rephrase. Games That's all that movement ha- with I meant I was gonna rephrase. Third, 3D games where you use the stylus to maneuver a 3D world. I.e. Mario 64 3D without the thumb pad attachment with the stylus. I, I can't believe people considered trying to play like that. Mario 60, yes, some people did. Mario 64 3D. I did it first, and I used the thumb pad. Mario 60 when I realized how bad it was. Mario 64 3D, Metro Prime Hunters, kinda, uh, Kid Icarus. All those games, it's like they're fun and they're great, but they could be better if they had a secondary control that worked. Yeah. I mean, it's a great. I can't stress this enough. It's definitely a game worth buying and experiencing, just because. I mean, they make Nintendo jokes in the game. Like, come on. They make Nintendo jokes. Nintendo's being meta. That's cool. And it's mm. like it's like a whole... And they make jokes about the bad economy. And it's like it's like a comedy. The game is literally a comedy. It's awesome. I'm and the gameplay be... is super fun. But you'd have to, you just have to be a little wary of the controls. I guess that's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I might actually consider just, like, checking out the odd button mode. Just to see, like... It's, it's weird. I tried it. Because I was trying all of them to see what were best. It's strange because with the face buttons, you have four directions that you can go versus yeah. 360 of the circle path so with the face buttons yeah you could kind of go up left if you hit like x and y but i think it's x and y yeah. but it's just it's not it's not quite as sharp yeah. it's not quite as responsive it's just like like i tried it's using be more comfortable but, i tried using yeah. the circle pad for both aiming and, and moving pit aiming with the circle pad was the better option of the all button mode, it's easier to aim with the circle pad and try and maneuver pit kind of clumsily with the uh, buttons. Wait, so do you sprint by double tapping? No, you just hit it really quick and it goes for a second. I don't know how you keep it going. I played for like two minutes. With I know that's weird. That's something I always wondered it's, about. Yeah, because like, I think Smash Brothers with the Wii mode, like how does it know when you're smashing? You double tap. You double tap. No, but I mean like, like you double tap to run and smash. No, you don't. You don't have to though. That's weird. Like, it knows when you're doing a smash attack. You don't double tap to do a smash oh, attack. Oh, that's weird then. Never I don't just know when you're doing it. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean... Oh, I, I don't know. I guess I, I would just try it because maybe the L button will be the, the scope. But You know. could customize the buttons. You know, yeah, right? yeah, that's why. I don't know. I just want to come... You should look into that because I think you could fix the zoom issue. Yeah. Unlike maybe, or maybe I can't fix my left-handedness. Or maybe I should <laughs> just get over wanting to camp and get yeah. an actual weapon Camping, camping, Campers suck. Um, but yeah, so I guess I would say I recommend it. But brace for a learning curve of the controls. And if you don't want to learn anything, then don't play it. Or Actually, try and find... It, yeah. yeah, play it. It's a good game. It, they t- well, I was starting to say earlier, they pack so much content in. They have idols, which are like trophies in Smash Bros. You collect those in the game. You collect those with the AR cards. When you scan a card, you get an idol. 
There's weapon fusion from There's weapon fusion. There, there's spot pass content where they download weapons and stuff there's to your game. There's achievements. There's achieve. There's achievements. Well, essentially, like the things that you break, like in the Smash Brothers wall. Oh right. I mean, so, I would yeah. call those achievements. They're, they're, they're achievements. Yeah, okay. They're achievements. I mean, it says like, oh, kill twenty enemies. That's an achievement. Right, and so it forms a puzzle, kind of like street pass. There's street pass yeah. content where it, it, it's achievement Nintendo style. That's like they, right. they, they feel better than achievements. In That's true because you get like a actual thing. Yeah, it's there's, not and yeah. also like. Uh, but then again, we don't have gamer points, but I guess I don't know. Right, yeah. Right. And uh, also, there's Street Pass content. You can take other people's weapons and forge them into new weapons. There's weapon forging. You take... There's like a hundred. There's like hundreds of weapons in this game. You could mix and match them. And there's loadouts, like first-person shooters. It's content pack. Even the menus are interactive in the sense that you can drag an icon and like shake up the whole menu. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't do anything, but it's... No, but it's, it's a cool yeah. little thing. Basically, they put a ton of effort into the game. It's like the, it's worth checking out. Just be wary of the. Controls. It's like their model, like when well, making the game with why not? <laughs> exactly, that's Sakurai's model for Smash Bros. Too, they cram so much in there. It's like, should we do this? Eh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, I love that multiplayer. It's not called multiplayer. It's called together. It's not online and local. It's nearby and far away. Yeah, they. That's that's quite possibly the best. And if you don't want rebranding of a multiplayer thing ever, and I guess they're afraid to call the campaign and scare people. Right. So it's solo. Yeah. It, it's just, it's funny. But, um, so I guess, is there anything else you want to add about Kid Icarus, or is that... Um, I think we should revisit... And no, in, in episode I guess I 11, can't wait to play more of it, but... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to trying to sink more time into it after, probably after this. Uh, episode 11, in two weeks from now, uh, we will revisit the controls and... Yeah, we'll see if there was any... See, see if it's us just being too early in the game, or being whiners, or Yeah, what. I mean, I'm barely at... I mean, I just completed chapter four, and I mean, I don't know, I've gotten a little better yeah i mean i've gotten I'm, I'm noticeably better than i was when i was on chapter one and now i'm on the end of chapter three like i there's an obvious improvement yeah but it still has that kind of strangeness to it so we'll see we'll yeah. report back but in the meantime i mean mario and luigi brought the game we can't not talk about it. they literally brought it to you in your home mario party 9 yeah i mean this... which is also kind of crazy in terms of how they mix things up like kid Icarus mixed up the new kid Icarus is so different from the nes game well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I mean, it's like it's it's the same in name only and plot, I guess. Like they didn't keep oh, yeah, the, yeah. they didn't keep the Metroid style exploration or anything. And they Mario kept Party, the Metroid looking Metroids. That's true. They made it more Metroidy. <laughs> in fact, they have all these NES throwbacks throughout the game, which is really. Cool. Oh no, yeah. I mean, just a quick like when we were playing multiplayer, yeah. like all the names of the computer AI, they were just random. Like they had NES, Captain N. Yeah, Captain N. Uh, NES for life or forever. And NES forever. Popo. Daisy Popo. Like yeah, every... I'm just repeating what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but no, there and and like in the cutscenes, there's little eight bit images of the original enemies when they reference. It happens them. while you're playing, so like you would not like you would have to keep checking down to actually. That's one other thing I wanted to mention. I guess we're back on Kid Icarus. Um, it's a big game. It's packed. Uh, it's really clever how they do the stories. It's not you don't watch very many cutscenes. You're not sitting there watching as you fly around, much like Star Fox. The conversation's happening as you play. Like the story that one the story, story unfolds yeah. as you're playing, and it's actually really cool because I mean, there's ban- there's witty banter, not so witty banter, stuff going back and forth. In fact, it's so much that at times, like the game's so intense, like you're shooting all these enemies and then they're talking that you actually accidentally tuned them out at one point. It's like <laughs> crap. What are they saying? I had to go back and replay alone just because I wanted to catch what they said. But um, yeah, no, it's it, it's a very cool way of doing storytelling. I, I think more games should do. It's kind of like quick time events in reverse. Instead of, oh, let's add some gameplay to the movies, it's like, let's add some movies to the gameplay. Oh. So, so that's yeah. Kid Icarus, Mario Party. Yeah, I mean... We definitely need to get to Mario Party. I don't know, I mean, did it solve, I don't know, the Mario Party fatigue that well, what, people well, you, supposedly had? You played way more than me, because you had my copy of the game, so I barely played it. Uh, you had it for the longest time. Um, 
Why don't you go first? What do you think of Mario Party 9? Um, I think it's a, a great addition to the Mario Party family. It's definitely... It's different. It, yeah, I, I honestly can't really compare it to a previous Mario Party game and just saying, like, it's like what, what it doesn't have. I mean, it's not really fair to compare it. Like, is it better than a previous Mario Party? Well, here's, it's just different. Here's what's so different about it, is that instead of each player going around a board, a Monopoly-style crazy board... And each of you doing your own thing, and each of you collecting coins, which you purchase items, which then get you stars, and you purchase, use coins to get stars, and this, that, and the next thing. It's streamlined. You're all in one thing that moves down a point A to point B track, point A to point B board. It's like a stretch. I mean, there's branched paths, but fact of the matter is you start at one point, you end at another. You're on a car or some sort of vehicle. You're all moving together as a unit. There's no coins versus stars. You yes, and there's only no... have mini stars now. Yeah, so there's no coins to buy items with. There's no coins to buy stars with. It's just you just mini have mini stars, stars and whoever has the most at the end wins. You randomly get items. Which yeah, are... they give items on spaces, and the items go back to the original Mario Party kind of, where it's more dice based and less yeah, they're all... random things. Yeah, they're all just dice. They're based. all variants of dice. Di- the die now only goes from one to six, and a special die gets you ten, and then there's a zero to one. And you're strategic. The new thing is being strategic with how you use the dice. So instead of, I'm going to use a genie lamp to jump to the star like you would do in Mario 1, or 2, I mean, um, it's now, well, no, it's if, a, I don't, if I go one step, I hit a Bowser space. If I go, or I lose my 10 star, my 10 mini stars, because they have little spots along the board where you gain stars, you lose stars. Or, you know, so it's, okay, I, yeah. I have one space, but I do have a zero one die. I'm not going to take the risk. I'm going to try and roll a zero, and then the next person that's captain, that's whose turn it is, that person... When they move that space, they'll be forced to get, lose the stars. So it's a lot more strategic yeah, like, on the board and less about, like, it's more strategic with how you interact with the board and the other players and less with how you interact with, like, the items and how you get to the stuff. It's more, does that make sense? That was badly actually, worked. It's more about your yeah, interaction well, actually, with the board and how it affects other players and less about how you know, use items to jump to stars. It seems like it's more interactive with the spaces, where the spaces are located on right, the board, right, that's but it's I'm... less interactive with the board itself. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah, but, yeah because fun. in previous Mario parties, you're always, like, going, treading the same patch of, like, spaces right, over and over. Right. So you could set traps, you could, like, oh, I'll take this route that's where that guy, if that guy's going to get yeah, the star it's over more, there. Yeah, it's more based on the spaces in front of you and less on the board as a whole. Yeah, because, like, once that's you cross the spaces, it's all, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's what we're done with, or whatever. Yeah, that's a regular way of playing it. Yeah, because, I mean, there's, like, there's a lot of events that are, okay, um, the... In 10 movements, whoever moves on that 10th movement will lose half their stars. So Right. You'll mini have to, stars. Mini yeah, stars. mini stars. So if you're like the fourth person, you'll be like, okay, hopefully they all roll like low right. numbers. So that and if not, you can have a die ready to go. That's... Yeah, or if you're going first, you're like, okay, clearly I want to waste my highest die. So yeah, like, yeah. It's, over, like, it's, third it's a person. different strategy. And, and you can also go backwards down the board, forward. There's spaces that make you go back. So you could think you're okay and then you get shot back to Bowser's place and you go forward again then you go back again. Like, it can yeah, go... And, it's, yeah, it's a very then, different dynamic. And then, like, the other two biggest elements I feel like in Mario Party that got changed are how minigames and Bowser's spaces got handled. Mm-hmm. Minigames, before you would... They would occur after the fourth person goes without fail. Every yeah, be every time. round of the game there'd be a minigame. Yeah, in addition to battle spaces that you land on, dual right. spaces and whatever. Right. This one... You don't get minigames after every fourth person. They just happen when they happen. They happen... If you land on a space that has a die... That has, when you land on a space, you get, like, a, a treasure chest, usually. And in that treasure chest, if it's a normal space, is some sort of dice, die block yeah, for all, you. All blue spaces give you an, an item die. Right, and, and, then, sometimes... and then randomly a minigame. Yeah. But also, the Bowser spaces are a little oh, more no. frequent, and those have more minigames. Oh, no, and there are also um, spaces that say verses on it, and there are yeah, some spaces that, that say one versus three, and then yeah. there are spaces that have... Free for all, yeah. The battle four on four, 
But, um, I don't know, it's weird because I... Or about four against all. Because, um... <laughs> One against all, yeah. Like, I've had a match where I only played three mini games the entire time, and mm-hmm. then I've had, like, the match I played with Jason today. Yeah. Um, that we had, like... We had, like... Yeah, we, the we had, first we had, half, we had, like, we had barely any, and then the last half, we, we had, had we, about seven per Yeah, we almost turn. had, like, a mini game every single time someone yeah. rolled. It was, yeah. it was... I mean, it was fun. I mean, the mini games were great. The mini like, games, you could tell they gave it to a new developer with a fresh perspective. Yeah. Like, Hudson, who used to develop the games, kind of folded into konami and don't, doesn't exist so like nintendo gave it someone else i'm not even sure who and you could tell the the fresh faces for the franchise definitely helped like you could tell these developers had new ideas and they implemented them well the mini games are a lot more true to mario yeah i mean there's like a lot you of think... side-scrolling ones there's a lot of platforming ones i mean well, a lot, I mean, a lot of concepts are revisited but they're still In new ways. but they're, they're different yeah yeah and they have boss battles now which is kind of cool where they brought back king bob on from mario 64 like they didn't they yeah yeah like they had these boss battles where you work it's like together in cooperative competitiveness. You work together to defeat the boss, but in the process, you're also trying to do what's best for your personal character. Yeah. For example, basically, you're trying to land the most hits. Yeah. For example, there's a chain chomp boss where you have to fire cannons at a chain chomp, and you fire them by uh, picking a mine cart, and it goes to a cannon, and then it shoots. So you each pick a mine cart. One of those carts will go into the boss. One of those mine, one of those cannons will be a gold can that's worth three points. See, so and the tracks that get you there all zigzag and crisscross, and you have to figure out as it scrolls down. From the boss to you, which track is the best? Which route is the best? Yeah, so you want to memorize it's cooperative, it and pick it. right? You want to memorize and pick. It's cooperative in the sense that you're all working together to defeat the chain chomp. Competitive in the sense that you're trying to get the best track, the gold cannon. Yeah. So that, in a nutshell, sums up yeah. how that works. But it's yeah. I, oh, and then um, and then Bowser spaces before they'd be pretty rare. I don't know. Actually, every game had a really different Bowser concept. I'm pretty seven. Like every four turns, there would be a Bowser meter that would fill up. Right. right. And then um, and then the other ones like the star spaces would turn into Bowser himself but this one like the last half of the like when you're almost there it's like all Bowser it. spaces yeah like Bowser puts like six Bowser spaces and they I don't know people don't know so yes, often Bowser personally puts those Bowser spaces there <laughs> yeah and there are also these spaces that like send you backwards yep. so like so you, you keep overlap you keep going over the same Bowser yeah. spaces yeah so yeah. and I don't the Bowser spaces I thought like were probably handled like Really, really love, well. Like, like before something... it was just, like, you lose a star, you lose coins or now something. Now they have this awesome thing called reverse mini game where it's the first person to lose wins mini stars, which is so clever. I yeah. love it. It's great. I mean, like... It also you... works because I suck at lots of mini games, so I'm a winner on yeah. that. <laughs> but... I mean, landing on a Bowser space now mainly means you're going to actually... play a mini game more often yeah. than not, which yeah. is really good. I mean, the more mini games, the better. Yeah, and the graphics just... They they definitely were channeling Mario Wii and Mario Galaxy. Like, Super oh, Mario Bros. Yeah. Wii and Mario Galaxy with the graphics. They have the rim lining of Mario Galaxy. They have... It looks good. The yeah, game like, looks, Mario Party 8 almost Mario seems Party still looks, like a GameCube game. Mario Party 8 was GameCube game ported to the Wii, honestly. I mean, think about it. It didn't even have... They had shoehorned waggle control. They had no widescreen. Shoehorned waggle control. The graphics were kind of meh. But this one... the Oh, yeah, that's another thing. The controls... One, it's widescreen. And two, the controls actually make sense. It's not just shake the remote as fast as you can like it was in Mario Party 8. There's a lot of, like... Clever, like, you know, point the remote yeah, or hold it sideways and use it like an AS controller, which is perfectly fine to yeah, do. Yeah, it's, it's just like Galaxy, like, they just want Tilt the, the, controller. Yeah, the perfect yeah. amount of, like, motion to they button ratio. They used it ratio. in a smart way instead of just to, look, you're moving it. Move it as fast as you can now. Yeah. Which is what Mario Party 8 was And entirely. what I also like is, like, one of my biggest, like, pet peeves is Mario Party, like, the whole series in general that I really hated was the way you unlock minigames. Because, like, you can only, like, fully enjoy some modes if you have all the mini-games. Right, you have to, like, buy them out. Or buy oh, no, no, no. Like, not only did you have to buy them, but, like, there I would mean, be question marks. You have to, like, right, actually get them. Right, you first have to randomly get them, and then only then could you buy it to use outside. Yeah, and, and I thought, like, the fact that you have to randomly get it first is so annoying. Because, right, like, you right. could just, like, be missing one. Yeah. Like, in Mario Party 2 on the Virtual Console, I'm missing one 
um, two versus two mini game, mm-hmm. and without that, it kind of locked this like little roller coaster one player co op thing. And it's only because you'll never be able to because it's random. Yeah, because after yeah. randomly get it. So it's yeah, they're all unlocked from the start in nine. Yeah, it's, it's just nice. like Mark Forty Nine, and they have like little check, like a checklist on the mini game itself, like whether you have played it or not. They do. Yeah, like it tells you. It's a, well, that's because we didn't go into. Oh, oh, in game. the non-board game mode, yeah. Yeah, so I assume like you unlock something once you play. Right. Yeah, and you have to also unlock the characters through the single-player mode, which is right. what I'm working through right now. And I don't know. I mean, it's. It feels just as random as Mario Party. I was gonna say that's my only complaint. But it's a bit more random. It's definitely a bit more random because yeah. you you. It, it, it's oh, I, go ahead. I, well, I think you're, your I think it's as random, but because of the way the changes were handled, it feels, it feels more way more random. Well, just here, because someone could go from first to second, like first to fourth, and then back to first in two turns. Yeah, just because like since it's just mini stars and no coins or anything, like it's just yeah. It's the only Here's one what one. I think the thing that made it so random is. I think, honestly, it's the fact that you're moving as a unit with the other players. So, it used to be each player, yes, you were competing against each other, but you were doing your own independent thing. What you were doing in your little nook of the board at that time was you. You didn't have as much to worry about. Yeah, someone could have a parade come through that moves you down the board or some silly little gimmick like that. But for the most part, you were in control of your destiny, so to speak. In this one, since you're on a vehicle together, if Waluigi moves two spaces, and then Wario moves two spaces or four spaces backwards onto Bowser space... And then you, it's your turn, and you roll a die, and the next space is lose 10 mini-stars. You had no control over those last two moves, but you're the one that's stuck losing the 10 mini-stars. And now that mini-stars are the main prize, 10 mini-stars could go take you from first to third, happened to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still fun, it's just the randomness is more, I guess it's just more in your face yeah, you, than it you, used you, to you be. It's, still, it's probably the same, but it's just more noticeable, because it's really in your face, like, it affects you in a much larger way. Yeah, you definitely have to, like, go and play and... You have to go with the mentality that, like, okay, it's, you have to, yeah, I'm just going to have fun. It's not, yeah, it's not like, no oh, it's like, yeah, 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 it's not like, I'm not going to, I'm going to You can I'm be strategic, and it, when it pays off, it feels great when it pays off. I mean, like, yes, it worked how I wanted, but also when it doesn't pay off, when something happens to you, you just got to accept it. You can't. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, with the exception of the minigames, and some of the minigames, actually, there's quite a number of, like, random, random like, random strategic minigames where, like, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of where... Like, four people each have to pick, um, like, it's one of the boss battles. Like, there's mm-hmm. there, there's a giant, the bomb on bomb King bomb King Bob-omb. Yeah, he's right there, like, in the background, and, like, there are four bombs, and everyone has to pick a bomb and throw it at him. But there are, like, really big bombs that are worth more points than small bombs. Right. And everyone has to pick a bomb, but it doesn't tell you who picked what until everyone's done picking. And if two people pick the same bomb, no one gets to throw it. Right. So, you could be picking the smallest one, hoping that no one gets the big one. And someone else will get the small one, and you could end up not throwing any at all. Right, yeah. And so there's like frustrating. Yeah, it's stuff like that. I mean, the game's really fun if you're just looking for a fun party game. But if you're going in there trying to prove some sort of skills, good luck. Yeah. It's or, not going to happen. Yeah, I guess you could just do that if you do the mini-game-only battle. Yeah, how's single-player? Is it better or worse than other Mario Parties? Because um, I haven't really played single-player. It's, it's the same as other Mario Parties. Oh, just, just, I'm just playing the board games with computers, right. so I guess it's not it as It's a very, very weak story. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, it's not as fun, just because it's fun right. to play with it, people. It, Mario Parties is a social so Something game. interesting, though, that, like, I'm on the third level, mm-hmm. and um, usually in other Mario Parties, you always have to play with four people. Mm-hmm. But I did a board game, it was just me and the... One other computer, so that was kind of weird. Just, just the two of you? Yeah, just the two. Like you they actually, just left out the other two. Yeah, like I mean, huh. like when we set up the game today, we had the that's option true. to just make it just two us. or three or. Right. Or, or, well, that's kind of interesting. So, so I guess they don't weird. need four quite as much as they used to, since you're moving as a single unit. Doesn't matter how many times you rotate that unit; it's the same. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Which is weird because I mean, I guess they just had to not. 
I guess that extends why we didn't really play that many mini games, just because right. we can't have free for all. Mi- oh no, way, we did all the same mini games that we had, just had two people. Right, that makes sense. It's supposed to four. So the question is, you have sunk more time to me into the game than me. Yay or nay? Do you recommend it? I would recommend it definitely. Best Mario Party since the last one. Five. Well, it's definitely better than eight. Yeah, it's definitely it's, better, it's, better than it's eight. It's better than eight. All it's the just more polished. Oh, it has. It almost has a level of polish of like a real Mario. Yeah, because all the Mario Party. Six and seven, I remember really enjoying them, even right. the microphone gimmick. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a it's a worthy Mario Party. It's it's a good return yeah. after five years, especially the fact that it's so different. Like right. warrants. Yeah, more it feels really fresh. Yeah, like, actually, like, when we started playing, I was legitimately like, "How does this work?" Because yeah, it was like, different enough, and, that... and you're interested the whole time just because, like, oh, you want to know what happens next. Yeah, but exactly. in the other Mario Party, like, like, it gets it gets boring, and it's very nice that this Mario Party the matches take half. Oh yeah, everything Which is, goes way thank fast. Thank God, it used to take an hour to play yeah, one round, um, of Mario, one game of Mario Party. Like a couple weeks ago, I finally was able to pick up my my copy, my own copy of Mario Party Five to yeah. play, complete my Mario Party collection. Right. But um, yeah, as I was playing, even though I've never played it before, like I was playing it with my brother, and it was still kind of like, oh, okay, it's you're like kind of dra- you're kind of dragging. Yeah, like, 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 like we were just really looking forward to the mini games, which were fun, but right. the board game template. But, just honestly, kind of, I think like, they uh, needed the break to regroup and realize that the formula got stale. Yeah. And I think Mario Party 9 fixes that. So, so overall, too... Like, what will Call of Duty do once their ninth game rolls around? Will they go side-scroller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, but... Um, I probably won't. I'll probably keep no, it'll keep day. being first-person shooter. First-person shooters are different in the sense that people never get tired of them somehow. I don't yeah. know why. But, yeah, so I guess two solid new games from Nintendo. Each have their own quirks, be it Kid Icarus's controls or Mario Party's randomness. But overall, two worthy additions to any... Wii and 3D, 3DS and Wii lineup, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I, I'd definitely say, too. Yeah. And that pretty much wraps up episode 10 of the Ramblin' Town podcast. Once again, today's episode was, here comes the pun. Actually, why don't you say it this time? You created the pun. You say the title. Pun? Our title. Episode 10's title. Oh, here's looking at you, kid. Icarus. There we go. That was our episode. I can't believe we're actually running with that. Well, we did my loft wing in me. That's not as bad as here's looking at you, kid. Icarus. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It. It's definitely not. This is a whole new, uh, I'm whole new. Room. Yeah, I, I really, I almost want to write like cringe, like in parentheses next to the title or something. But no. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks for listening to today's episode. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. I'm JSR7. I'm Wero. And you, you can, can also figure, you can figure out how that's spelled. Go to the Meet Jose page. Or go to the Meet Jason page. Both of them are links. Um, or just the Meet Jose page. You don't have to go to Meet Jason. Yeah, you do. Everyone wants to meet me as much as they want to meet you. You don't even open your own games. We don't even Game. <laughs> Stop bringing that up. Anyway. Anyway. They already know about it. I know, yeah. Also, let us know what you think on the site. Go to com. Episode 10's blog post is titled Episode 10. It's probably where you're listening to this right now. And leave us a comment. Not just about the podcast. We want to know, are you struggling with Kid Icarus's controls at all? Uh, have you played Mario Party 9? Do you find it be random? We, we want to try and start incorporating other people's opinions into the podcast, so, so, uh, yeah, let us know what you think, and in terms of Kid Icarus, we will definitely report back in two weeks on how the controls are holding up for us, as well as having the latest Nintendo news and game impressions and more, so we will see you then. Yep.